Tony Basilio on the ones, the twos, the twos, the ones on Monday. Race fans, race fans, race fans, race fans, race fans. Got a lot to talk about today and very little time to get there. Bino Yaff Henderson is there. Bino Yaff, welcome into you, my friend. How you doing? Good morning, Tony. Uh, great new week to you and Brownie and the listeners. Oh. Oh. oh, and I got a chance to uh, see my son this weekend for the first time in like three months, so that was a beautiful thing. And um, I'm visiting with family and friends uh, at this point in time, but um, going to have a great program today. Drew Beam once again stands tall for the baseball Vols. The Major League season is uh, starting to round into form a little bit. There's a rumor out of uh, Alabama, out of Birmingham way, by way of a report, that uh, we might be losing one to Bruce Pearl, uh, a kid that uh, Tennessee uh, beat for Auburn last year. Look, if something like that happens, I say to you, let me turn myself up here, Brian. Sorry about that for the radio listener, how that sounded. But uh, if, um, if Tennessee loses a guy in the portal, they lose a guy in the portal. I mean, you know, if Phillips decides he wants to go to Auburn, he decides he wants to go to Auburn. So we can talk about that, but who knows what's going to happen there. A meet and greet tonight at Alumni Hall, Turkey Creek, 6-7. to seven. Uh, Kirby Cannell will be there. Maui Ahuna will be there. Drew Beam, Blake Burt, Chase Dolander. Bino, when they set that event up, if you just said, hey, um, Drew Beam's the guy, would be the guy having the best season of, um, of the starters, would you believe that, Bino? more than a third of the way through our, our conference season? Uh, I would not have, Tony. I would not have. Uh, the other two were talked about in terms of first-round draft picks, and uh, uh, Drew Beam has uh, been the more solid uh, contributor from the start. So when Evan Russell joins with uh, TLD Logistics Extra Innings, uh, being star next uh, segment, I mean next hour, Bean Star, when you look back at the weekend that was, what what stands out to you? Uh, Tony, I've been, you know, I've been one that preaches patience, patience, patience as a more, I guess, more of a major league baseball fan uh, than a college fan. But uh, you know, it is a uh, you're you're getting close to the middle portion of your your SEC season. You'll be halfway through. Uh, when you get back from Arkansas, um, so the time for patience is pretty much over. And I found myself uh, kind of uh, being a football fan over the weekend. Um, after watching Friday's game, I was thinking, you know something, this is not good. This is not good. The, the team doesn't look like they, they have any competitive zeal to them. Uh, we've yep. got one phase of the game that's pretty good, and that's our bullpen, and we can't hand them a lead. Um, but Saturday, Saturday felt like a turnaround to me um, because of how good Beam was once again, because of the reemergence of, of uh, merit, um, because uh, Cal Stark looks like he can be a guy that can contribute at catcher and save Dickey's legs a little bit. Uh, and because they played airless baseball, they, they look like, they look like a team that could play with the better teams in America, uh, on Saturday. And isn't that the reality 
of the baseball balls this year. It's like, you know, the old adage in baseball is you're never as good as you look. You're never as bad as you look, right? And that's a sport. Um, friend of mine texted me after Friday's game. You know, I'm making my way up the eastern seaboard Friday after doing the show and uh, was sort of um, telling myself here, I was listening to Berkey and Tommy Hart and watching, you know, while driving. And uh, to my friends at TLD Logistics, I'm, and, and, and my My20 ELD friends, I'm, I'm very glad your cameras weren't on me. Um, but Laura kept saying to me, quit looking at the screen. Quit. And I said, I'm not. She said, I know you. I've been married to you for 31. Quit. I'm going to. Finally, she had to put the thing in her lap because it was just aggravating me so badly, you know, um, watching. And I just hate it for this Burns kid. I hate it for him. Because what I hear behind the scenes is he's a great, great, great young man. And I talked to a friend today who's in the sport, been in the sport forever, to gauge his opinion on. You said him, do you not? You know, what do you do in that spot? And he says, no way do you sit him. No way. His his view on that, Bino, is the only way you sit that guy is if Frank Anderson goes to Tony Vitello and says, look, this guy can't even command his stuff off the mound now. He said, but you're, he said that's not going to happen. He said, what? What's going on with him in his mind is that last start is he's trying so hard to locate, locate, locate that he's making bad misses. And for some reason, those two guys, Beanstar, are not getting a generous strike zone. They're getting a keyhole at times. And so when you can't command your fastball and can't, and then, and then a team like Florida, if they get to sit on your breaking pitch, they're just going to—they're going to hit that like it's an ice cream sundae bean star. That's just candy to them. That's a—that's a delicious dessert. Those balls that hang in the zone, they can sit on them and wait because they know what's coming. Because really, he's a two-pitch pitcher, you know. Yeah, he's pretty much fastball, slider, cutter guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's um. And this is probably, Tony, the first time in his entire life that he struggled to this level for this mm. amount of time. So mm. it's something brand new to him. He, he has to learn uh, what the process is that it takes for him to get, to get through this. So, you know, I, I'm, I, I, would, I, would agree, I would agree with your source that he, uh, if, if, if he totally loses his his confidence, uh, and they think he needs a week to sit back and kind of watch it rather than be a part of it, then that's a different thing. But his velocity's still good. He still has some really good innings. Uh, he just seems to implode in in the inning that he's struggling in. So. Uh, Hopefully, Frank, someone of Frank Anderson's experience uh, can help him through this without them having to sit him on uh, uh, for a weekend. You know, and 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 I, I was also told today that in old school college baseball, before the technology, right, where, where these guys now have 
a way to face kids before they face them in their own time if they want to go into the cage. And and Evan has taught us this. You know, Evan Russell in our TLD Logistics uh, extra inning segments on these Mondays, one of the things he's taught us that I wasn't aware of, Bino, is that they have these super-duper pitching machines now where you can literally put in the profile of Chase Burns and face his slider over and over again, face his fastball over and over again. And it gives you the spin rate. It gives you exactly what it looks like coming out of his hand. I mean, it's, which I find just utterly amazing. And, and I guess the thing we need to face is that, you know, the hitting in college baseball, just the overall play, has gotten to the point now where these super pitchers aren't going to dominate every time they take the hill. If you remember back in the day, the old Greg Swindell at Texas and those guys, Ben McDonald at LSU, the super pitchers, they would just roll out there. They would just roll out there being star and roll over people. And it's not like that now. Now it's the technology's good. The, the, the ball's got a little juice to it this year. You know, look, I'm not making any excuses, okay? But the first night, the home run that was hit down the right field line, Bino, was an absolute 2023 baseball, 2023 technology home run. The Rivera kids home run. I mean, I'm not. And, and look, that short porch is available to everybody, including Matt Dixon's TLD Logistics short porch. will be published at some point. <clears throat> but, you know, at the end of it all, I, I just – I look at this team and I just I just can't quit on them. There's too many ingredients there and it's kind of I'm kind of like that with Chase Burns right now. And I know Orange Threat was saying you got to sit him and I was sort of debating in the blog today. I don't even know what I wrote last night. I'm so freaking fried for my weekend. But um at the end of the day Baseball is just a sport where it's patience, patience, patience until you run out of time. And this team has a ton of time to get this thing turned around, it seems to me. Yeah, it's just uh, more than any other game, Tony, it's a game that you have to adjust and you have to adjust on the fly. And uh, like I said, I, I don't know that Chase has had to do a whole lot of adjusting in in his short time as a, as a baseball player. Um as he's just been so dominant um, as as long as anyone has watched him play. So, yeah, this is a difficult period that he's going through. But uh, I, I I trust I trust that if the time comes uh, that they need uh, for him to sit and watch a week, uh, that uh, that's that's what they'll do. I I trust that they that Frank Anderson is experienced enough and knows the young man enough to know when is when. Uh, and I don't think right now is when. Let's grab Josh who's calling, 865-200-5402. Again, 865-200-5402. Josh, welcome in. Hey, Tony. We know, Brian. What's happening? Hey, hey Josh. Josh. Hey, uh, baseball's kind of pissing me off at the moment, Tony. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Your guys took a beating. I'm running my mouth to you about my Braves. They dropped three straight, and then uh, you know it's like we hit the replay button on this Tennessee team. I don't, I don't know. They, they frustrate me. Uh, you know, it's I, I don't really agree with you. I think we got to set somebody. Uh, 
you can't keep doing the same thing every weekend against these elite teams. I mean, I don't, I don't know. We got the next two weekends are are huge. We need to win both those series now. Well, I think Josh, I think you'll be fine if if you go three and three in those series. I, I think what you adjust is if if you come out of these next two series and. Say you finish two and four, you don't win either series. Uh, then you're 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 sitting at seven, say seven wins with with four series left. Then what you're doing is then then you're in survival mode and and switching to the Ole Miss plan, trying to get seven wins in your last four series and get the fourteen wins or so, and make the NCAA tournament. Yeah, but then you're, you're behind the eight ball right when the tournament starts. I mean, uh, I, I don't know, Bino. I think uh, we need some confidence. This team needs something to shake it up, man. Uh, the pitch has not been there uh, like we thought it would be, and uh, I don't really buy it's all the technology, Tony. I mean, I, I understand it, but uh, something's off with that, you know, with Bar- uh, Burns. Would Would you consider giving Camden Sewell a start over Burns? No. I would have been the Florida series, uh, but it seemed too early. I mean, Sewell's so good against Florida, Cam- but... Brian, I love Camden Sewell, but what is it with you and Camden Sewell? I mean, what are well, we doing here? I agree with Josh. I mean, it may be time to think about something different. I'm not saying give up on the yeah. kid, but I mean, That's, you same know, here. something that maybe switch the rotation on a weekend or something, you know, change the days, flip top him and uh, Bean, you know, I don't know, but something you needs know, to change. Know, Josh, here's the thing. If you do that, right, if you go that route, you're basically pushing the panic button. Well, I mean, we're already setting guys do trying what? to make stuff happen in the lineup, it seems like. Yeah, but that you know staff and sitting an everyday player, come on now, that's two different things. Yeah, I agree. I and don't know, man. Thing, John, it's just pisses thing me off, me. Tony. I understand, Josh, Everybody. and that's but you can't make re- you cannot make decisions based on how angry you are. You have to you have to look at it and say, okay. And this is what was told to me today. This is by somebody in the game. If you were to to take the Burns deal and say. Now, Josh, Bino, and Brian, if I were to say to you, Burns puts it together this week at Arkansas and goes seven innings and gives you seven innings, would any of us be really surprised? Now, let's think about that. Josh, would you be – would it just – No, totally... that's my expectation, Tony. Okay. Well, then, Bino, would it surprise you? Uh, no, Tony. I, I think he's the most talented – and most, I think he's got the most upside of anyone on the staff. Okay, how about you, Brian? You, you're wanting to put Camden Soul in well, there. Based on what he's, based on what he's done so far, yeah, I'd sort, of, I'd be a little surprised. Okay. Well, okay, except you're at Arkansas, honest. and that's a tough place to play. Right. So if I were to start Halverson this week, and we've seen him, he gets since he hasn't been starting, he gets a little winded after about 45 pitches. Can he get you? If I were to say to you, Bino, he gets you 
six innings this weekend at Arkansas. Would you be surprised, Bino, if Halverson went out and did that right now? Tony, that would probably surprise me a little more than the first scenario. Exactly. How about you, Josh? And this is what these guys are doing behind the scenes, Josh. While we're all getting mad, I was told you got to sit there and you got to make these decisions behind the scenes. This is by somebody in the game. So, Josh, I'll say this to you because you're angry today, and I'm not trying to talk you out of your position. I'm not. I'm just saying to you, Halverson's probably the guy that would get the ball if if you had to do that. Could he get you six, Josh, or would you be surprised by that? I need six innings out of the guy. I'm going to let him start. I need six innings out of him. I might be surprised, but I, I wouldn't be opposed to starting a reliever, Tony, and bringing right. Burns in in the second right. inning. I mean, right. something needs to something different. Right in something needs to jumpstart this kid. I don't know that – can I say the word embarrassing? I don't know. Is the word – I don't know that embarrassing the guy is the way to jumpstart. I don't know that it isn't, but I don't. How is that embarrassing him? Brian, Bino, is that not embarrassing him, doing that to him, singling well, him out? and do- Again, I, I can obviously, as much as he struggled, I can see, I can see the suggestion uh, that he needs a little time to sit and watch. The only thing I'm doing is – trusting that a guy that's been a pitching coach as long as Frank Anderson's been and seen as many good pitchers struggle right. as he's seen throughout his career, right. that he knows when to say when. So I'm just more than anything. If he were to decide to do that this weekend, I wouldn't argue it. I wouldn't come back and say, well, that's the wrong oh, no, thing it, to do. Now, if he decides to do it, that's right. So, so Josh, a buddy of mine who's kind of like you and kind of like me, because I get like real hair trigger, that's how I watch sports. And uh, he says to me, Frank Anderson sucks. I'm tired of you people blowing him up. on. The, I'm tired of you people kissing his ring. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm like, he sucks. He sucks? He's literally the best at his trade in college baseball. But he's got two starters right now that for whatever reason, and, and Matt Dixon pointed this out today in his great report today over at tclub.team, which is that uh, you've got Dolander continues to give in on pitcher's counts, which is just really strange, and he's paying for his mistakes. And every mistake he makes, he's paying for. It's just the kind of year it's been for the baseball team right now. Every mistake they make, they are whether it's in the field or these pitchers, every single one of them, they're paying for it. Let's think about that. Or the every base pass, Tony. This whole thing frustrating as hell. Everything they do is coming back on them. They haven't had, like your Braves last night, they haven't had like a, they've had a couple games that have turned into good old-fashioned beatdowns, but because of their mistakes, every little single thing they do, and and that's just the kind of year it's been. So, I, I don't know. But Josh, are you still ready to pull him out of the lineup this week? I'd, I'd kind of like to see something a little different. Not necessarily set him, but just something to, you know, take a little bit of the – maybe doesn't need to, uh, a different day or, uh, like I said, uh, see if you can get two innings or three out of Lindsay and then bring him in or something. I don't know. I mean, something different I'd like to see. But, I mean, I just want him to win, Tony. I want him to do good. He's too talented to, for, for what we've seen, you know. I'll say this, Josh. If we go to Arkansas 
and we see the exact same struggles out of out of Chase that we've seen so far. Um, you're at the midway point then of your season. Uh, it, it's no longer there's a whole bunch of time left. If we see that at Arkansas, uh, I will be on your side that it's time. Uh, but I, I'd like to see one more week before that's done. Well, you know, hey, one more about... question, Tony, and I'll get out of here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think about that pitch clock, you know, buddy? I think it. I love it. You know, much. I do too. It makes the game a lot, lot better to watch. I've watched several more games. Uh, Me too. You know, I, I watch other teams. Shorter. I watched y'all. I watched y'all play last night. Chris, <laughs> I, I know game. you love that one. <laughs> no, it, it, well, it's. I, I want to see a competitive game, but I was watching my brother, and we were both commenting on how we're both old school to the core, but we both find the game a lot more watchable. And you know when it's when it's really noticeable. It's when somebody hits a foul ball and they step out and start playing around with their batting gloves and start adjusting their cup and everything else they do. That was after every pitch in the old way. Look, pitcher has the ball in his glove. Throw the freaking pitch. We're not here to watch you adjust yourself. Yeah, it's really going to get a lot more people watching the game. It's really the best thing it's done in a long time. It's a really good deal. Anyway, y'all hang in there. Thank you, guys. Totally 100% Take care. agree with you. Thank you. I 100% agree with that. 865-200-5402, the number. And you two hang in there as uh, we are going to come back on the other side at 865-200-5402 if you want to jump in. And if you have a thought, if you have a thought on this um, deal that we've been talking about, um, do you think Burns needs to sit? I think it's a it's an interesting discussion. To me, if I'm going to sit a guy, I want to sit a guy because I think it's the right thing to do for my baseball team, not add a punishment. I don't know. Does that make any sense? Does that make any sense, Bino? I guess it doesn't make any sense because somebody listening would say, "Well, Tony, why would another guy lose a spot?" Of course, it's out of punishment. And the the other thought, of course, Tony, is uh, the old, why should pitchers be any different than any other position player uh, who at times need a day off to kind of clear their mind? Um, that that's, that's the counter-argument to that. Yeah, that's right. And, and that's, you know, look, that's what I where I, uh, my struggles are what to do, what to do about this deal. 865-200-5402 if you want to join. Brian Hartman says I'd get that guy out of there and now. And, and look, I'm not telling anybody how to think. And Brian gave worthwhile reasons for why he feels the way that he feels. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. In in my humble opinion, in my humble opinion, um, I look at this deal and I say that guy last year was lights out great. From the first game in Houston to the last game of the season last year, and that pitcher's in there somewhere. And there is such a thing as a sophomore slump. 
in all these sports. And you know both, it, it looks like the weight of being one of these top picks is really weighing on a Dolander. Both those guys are just look like they're trying, I don't know, trying too hard. Is that a term? And then the other thing I want to say today is, you know, Burke, you and um, you and, and Matt drugged me because I misquoted you. But I got to say, Burke, you were right. That kid that pitches for Florida, their third pitcher, he does remind me of a of a um, Asian baseball uh, player. He he looked like Hideki Matsui out there pitching. <laughs> Berkey, you're right. The kid looked like a cross between Jose Canseco and Hideki Matsui. I'll take a brief time out. We'll come back on the other side. What is this Phillips guy going to do? Is this Phillips guy really going to is he is he is he going to transfer within the league? I mean is that going to happen? So we continue with more after this. Spread the word and get the app at tonybasilio.com for Android and iPhones. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job to defenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, the 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one get one free for select Escobars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Benjamin Sanders with the Columbia Kiwanis Club. Kiwanis is hosting its annual Sporting Clays fundraiser at the Murray County Gun Club on Saturday, April 15th. Columbia Kiwanis supports the Imagination Library in Murray County for children's literacy. Shooters of any age and skill are welcome to shoot, either as a team or an individual. Scholarships are available for youth to participate. Find us on Facebook, check out our website, or call Suzanne Ganser at 615-939-1928. We hope you join us for this great event. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. My name is Tony B. This is our uh, playground here as we welcome you back. Burke just, uh, hey, Bino, Burke's such a good sport, isn't he? He just sent me, Burke, he just sent me a um, smiley faces. I'm trying to get my volume here right. Give me one sec. Berkey just sent a smiling faces, Bino, on me dragging him a little bit on that kid from uh, Florida. I was real excited, Bino, to see the to see the the, the next great one. I think Burke's gonna have to give out a rest for a while, Beanstar. What do you think? Well, he he was right. He hit like he hit like uh, Hideki Matsui. He he pitched like Hideki Arabu. <laughs> um. 
865-200-5402. All right, let me, uh, before we go back to the phones, and if you want to join us, 865-200-5402. The Burns thing's really interesting because you can go either way with it. Tennessee baseball is interesting because so far they've been a disappointment, I would have to say. But last year they brought such hope and then crushed us. And this year they might. It's just the way the sport is. This year they might sneak in there and just blow through a region or two. It's just the way the sport is. As long as you have those arms. One thing about baseball is I believe in arms. Like last year, I believed in the Braves until their pitchers got hurt late in the season. But, you know, it's just down through time. I believe in arms, man. I, in that sport, give me the t- it's kind of like in football. Give me the team with the quarterback. And in in this in that sport, it's gimme arms. If you got arms, you got a chance. Well, the one thing we know beyond a shadow of a doubt, Tony, is we've got a top line bullpen, right. um, which which gives us a little leeway with our starters. But these guys have all proven what they can be. Uh, we know what they can be. So I'm hopeful, and I think I saw it in Dolander in his start. Thursday, I think he's moving back toward the guy that uh, that we expected to have, uh, and I, I just believe in Chase's Burns's ability. I I think he's going to make that same move. So um, ho- hopefully that's that's what we see. So the other side of it is um, one other story, and then we'll go back to our phones. And I'm going to read this to you. This is from an Auburn site, and it says the following. A former basketball target who wound up at Tennessee due to a reported NIL offer that was too good to be true. Julian Phillips could wind up back on the plains after all. With the Volunteers losing a wing to the transfer portal, and um, hints that... Uh, busting brackets, Tristan Freeman dropping hints that coincidentally the Tigers need a wing. Phillips said the following, some whispers on this, I'll just say Auburn needs a big wing if that's a hint. And he essentially was talking about what's coming out of the portal. So on Phillips, this site goes on to say, Phillips seemingly hinted that 2023 freshman season would be his only one he played in Knoxville following Tennessee's shocking elimination at the hands of Florida Atlantic. I know I'm the type of player. I know the type of player I am, he's quoted as saying. I know the work I put in. I have to get back in the gym, get my game right. Things that went well, things went well here. We won a lot of games, a lot of bonds, my brothers, my teammates. I have friendships with these guys. For the rest of my life, I'm thankful for the season we had. I'm still processing the end of the season, this game especially. Just being here with my team, being here with my brothers, this is really tough. Everything in the future, we can sit down and figure out later when we get away from here. So, Tennessee behind the scenes has been concerned that Julian Phillips is going to either go to the NBA, try that route, or go the route of a transfer and try to get his game right elsewhere. Um, This would make sense to me. Him and Auburn 
Tony, have you heard Auburn? I mean, no, but I haven't not heard Auburn. Um, I, I've, not, I've not heard. I have not not heard Auburn. So that would make sense. The thing about Phillips, and we've been tracking this, is that uh, Tennessee's coaches, and it's interesting the story would appear, they basically have told both Vescovy, who's the one guy off from last year's senior class, they, they've welcomed back. Um, Vescovy and Julian Phillips, hey, we need to know something, and we need to know it soon so we can figure out what we're going to do, which I think is very interesting that this uh, story slash report slash hinting around is showing up at this point in time, and I wonder if the two are connected. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Brian Hartman, you have a thought on this. You were telling me during our timeout. You didn't tell me what your thought was. Share it with me. Well, you said, I remember you saying several times throughout the season that can you imagine Phillips in a playing for Bruce Pearl or in a system like that? So Mm -hmm. it sounds like you may have spoken that into existence. Well, I don't know about that. (laughs) Bino, do you believe that a guy like Phillips – would flourish in a in a Bruce Pearl type system, seeing his game, because he seems very constipated, trying to play in Rick Barnes's offense. His game just doesn't look like it agrees with Rick Barnes. Yeah, I, I think Tony, if you want to be given more freedom offensively, uh, then mm-hmm. obviously Auburn's program is better for you. I think if you want to be become a, a more well-rounded basketball player, then Tennessee's program's probably better. Just depends on what you want. The second piece, and and again, I, I don't know if it plays out differently. I don't, I don't know. Kennedy Chandler got released over the weekend. Now, he signed a multi-year deal with the Grizz. Uh, those who follow the Grizz down in and down out, can you share with me what that's about? If he could pick the phone up and call us, are, are, are you surprised that Kennedy Chandler has been released? Um, he had been running third team down there. You know, they drafted him and paid him essentially a first-round guarantee, which is and they when they drafted him, they didn't have to do that from the slot they took him in, but they decided to, so... But in the NBA, you know, paying a rookie a guarantee on a couple of years is chump change. It's, you know, the way they throw around free agency money if you follow that sport. I mean, average players get six, eight million dollars a year. So, uh, that's kind of chump change for them. But it is interesting that Kennedy Chandler, they essentially, uh, they essentially gave up on him. They let him go. But, you know, I've got to say, I've got to say, that's a little surprising to me, Bino. Yeah, it's one who doesn't follow the league closely and doesn't know the roster situations. Tony, I'm surprised by that as well. Just an outright release. I, I, I don't understand that. Wouldn't it have been nice if he had come back and played another year? Well, that's the point, yep. I mean, how much but, better but would they the, have been? Here's the thing somebody told me, though, about him. And, and the thing that's these guys are in the spot of okay first of all well first of all the longer i stay in school the more i'm seen as guilty in the eyes of the nba secondly he's not going to get any taller 
playing at Tennessee. He's not going to grow. And what I mean by that is a guy that's 5'10 and a half is 5'10 and a half. Play, trying to play and function in a league full of giants. Nor any more than Jaden Springer in coming back was going to get quicker. Now, Keon Johnson, you could have made the point, could have used another year to work on his shot uh, and to become a more refined offensive player. Barnes is a little bit of a shot doctor. He probably could have helped him uh, in that regard. But go ahead, Bino. You were wanting to add. I don't, I, I don't know what we expect these young men to do when the NBA keeps rushing the process. That's right. The NBA keeps drafting guys in the first round who are no more ready to be NBA players just based on how they project them to be. Uh, I, yep. I, I wouldn't turn the money down. It's not going to get any better. Yep. The money's not. You yep. may get better as a player. But uh, it's the NBA that keeps rushing the process and drafting guys that just aren't NBA players. I mean, look at our league. Several of these guys, if you look at an NBA draft projection, it's almost embarrassing the way some of these guys played this year that they're talking about taking. I mean, there are some mocks out there that have Julian Phillips going between 20 and 30. Julian Phillips? I mean, are you kidding me? Bino, did you see anything out of that guy that would lead you to believe that he belongs in the NBA right now? I mean, that's a of joke. Of our guys that have been drafted over the last three years, Tony, Kennedy Chandler is the only one, and and he was, in my estimation, he was questionable. Uh, everybody else has looked like that they absolutely, positively were not ready to make the next step. Yep. And it's not, it's not, I guess, then shocking that all three of the guys we're discussing here are all in danger of becoming European basketball players because that's what they're, you know. And they're, and look, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's not the NBA. But there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, make a very good living playing overseas and get to see the world. I wish they'd go back to taking it out of their hands. Go back to kids that are, and there there won't be many, kids that are ready the minute they walk off the high school field can go, um, court can go straight to the NBA, and the others stay three years. Now, Bino, would you like to protect, uh, and then we'll go back to the phones, would you like to say a word in defense of Berkey after seeing Hideki Matsui pitch over the weekend? Uh. Berkey has forgotten more than I've known, and I really don't know what his what his exact comparisons were because I'm taking your word for that. No, you're not. You heard him say it Friday. What do you mean? Were you not listening Friday? What do you mean you're taking my word? For, and by the way, Berkey, uh, since that kid was a paisan, he... He looked like, um, oh, Bino, what was the guy's name when he was celebrating um, Columbus Day up in New York? Oh, Joe Colombo. That's who he, that's who he, that's who he. Stop it. <laughs> not in Indonesia. Well, let's start, let's start with not an in, Indo, let's start it not with not in Indonesia. Not in Indonesia, welcome in, Jacardio. How are you guys? How are y'all doing? 
Hey, it's cardio. Hey, say, Jake. Good to hear you, Bino. Hey, hey guys, I'll tell you what. <laughs> In my opinion, Rick Barnes has proven he can't earn his money. I mean, who's he made better other than Grant Williams? Help me out here, because I know my mom... I'm getting old. My memory's getting bad. Who's he made better other than Grant Williams? Well, I mean, guys have improved under him, but he turned Grant Williams into a, into an NBA basketball player. There's no doubt about that. Okay. And, and Grant uh, Williams is 1,000% bought into the program. To the And Grant's going to be a coach one day. But Grant Williams is 1,000%. And if Barnes hangs on long enough, Grant will coach for Rick Barnes. I'm sure he'll... He'll either start him in the game or help him find a spot. Um, in terms of pro five-star prospects, I mean, I hate to say this. I don't know in today's era if I'm going to go sign and play with him. I mean, I hate to say that out loud. But then again, I say that Phillips was one of the more productive five-star players in the country this year. He's in the top and ten. And, and I think if he goes and plays for Bruce Pearl, he's going to be a first or second team All SEC player. Yeah, he will flourish. He will absolutely in that system because he'll let him run up and down the field. You know, he'll let him run up and, and down the field. Or Green Court not field. Uh, the one guard is in the portal. Yes. Okay. Wendell well, Green's in the good. portal, that, you know. That might provide a couple of shots for you. <laughs> or might, maybe we can get some of Pearl's leftovers. Well, Wendell Green's in the portal, and, oh, I would love to see Wendell Green come play for Rick Barnes. It'd be like putting uh, Cornholio from Beavis and Butthead in a, in a straight jacket. Hey, hey guys, but, but let, let's, let's be honest. Do you not think that all these other coaches that are out there on the recruiting trail are going to use this stuff against Rick Barnes. I'm sure that that's, that, that, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll put it out there that you can't reach your offensive potential with him. But the, the strange thing is, Jake, they just keep signing good offensive players. There's two or three in this class that's coming in next year. With Deleon already here, and he's and he's going to run them too. <laughs> now, Jake, hey, Deleon's getting another. I think it was Mike Wilson in the Sentinels written a story about Deleon's scoring prowess. That is one. Of, that's got to be one of the talking points uh, right now. He he is a gifted, gifted, gifted offensive player. Though all kidding aside, he's a gifted offensive player. Who are you talking about, Tony? The Stillione guy, who they got out of New, uh, out of North Carolina, who uh, they got him to uh, sign at mid midterm this year. Um, now he wasn't ready on the defensive end to play for them, but boy, he, my understanding is he can really play some offense. Oh well, that's going to work out great here playing for Bards. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see Jacardio not in Indonesia. We'll see. Hey, hey, now here, here's my question for you. Yeah. Rick Barnes is proven year after year that he's not worth what we're paying him. 
So what I want to know, by God, is Danny White worth what we're paying him? So is he going to fix this damn basketball program? Is he going to sit over there on his hands? And what would you do? What, how do you going to fix a, How do you fix something that won twenty five games this year and went to the Sweet Sixteen? I want to hear this I brilliance. Would, I would. I, we've already given the guy a golden parachute. I would escort him out the door, and I would say, "Look, look, Rick, slick Rick, uh, Rick, Ricky Bruin." I would say you can either retire, or I will fire your ass. Cardio, you're having, uh, in my opinion, a very good old-school phone call, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Jaden Springer made history, Bino, as the youngest G League Finals MVP of all times after averaging 32 points, nine boards, two-and-a-half blocks, shooting 61% from three-point range. That, according to uh, the um, G League Twitter account, as sent to me by Clockamania, Clocky. That's good. Uh, youngest good for him. ever. Youngest ever. So eight six five two hundred five four zero. I'm sure the so. NBA's thought is, we can take these guys and put them in the G League, and develop them better than college basketball can. I guess, Tony. I guess that's their. I guess that's their thought. Yeah, I think that's. I think there's never been more of a disrespect from the NBA toward the college game than what's going on right now. Nor has there been more of a disconnect, a disrespect and a disconnect. Because if you stop and think about it, when we watch college football, Bino, we kind of know, okay, that's the first-round pick over there. That makes sense. That one makes sense. That one makes Every once in a while, you'll see one that doesn't make sense. But for the most part, kind of makes sense there's it's congruent baseball mm-hmm. you watch some of those guys you're going okay yeah i get that that guy's a high like the kid uh that started the first game for florida thursday that's a high draft pick you can tell by the, the ball just explodes out of his hand the skeens guy uh dolander um and then some of these position players the kid that plays center field for lsu that's a high round pick you can just see it when you watch basketball and you watch college basketball, and then you look at those draft rankings, like a mock draft, you go, what in the world? Why doesn't this translate? And what's I mean, the it should difference some, shouldn't in the NBA it? and those other two? I don't know. What's the difference? The difference is in the other two sports, they have to be here for basically three years, removed from high oh, school. Oh, that's a great point. That's a great point. And I don't know why in the NBA's collective bargaining agreement they don't just do that because they would make their game so much more compelling. And the weirdest thing about the age we're living in in 2023 is that women's basketball is about as interesting as men's basketball is. And no offense to women's basketball, but I think men's basketball has come back to women's basketball. And they don't leave after one year to go to the WNBA. They stay at That's least exactly three right. years. And they you, have you never years. hear that. And so what you're getting in their game is because you get they get to develop their own stars. And that's the point. But now you got the HVL gal from uh, Louisville 
who's transferring and where is she going to go. And there's speculation out there she's going to go join the super team at LSU or maybe going to go to Stanford where she's from, that area. But there's conversation. There's all kinds of chatter about it because it's a controversy. She's a star. She's what an influencer, whatever that means. Let's go back to the phones. And the men's game is pretty bereft of stars. I think we would all, even the most ardent of college basketball fan would have to grant to me that the men's game is pretty bereft of star players. And then when you don't have stars, this is something David Stern understood. When you don't have stars, it's hard to have storylines in all these sports. I'm watching the Padres last night. Star, 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 star. They bought all these players. Star, 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 star. And people want to watch that. People want to watch that. I mean, that's kind of what drives the deal. And the women's game right now, you know, all this off-court controversy and all that stuff. Hey, controversy becomes cash. That's something that, and conflict turns into cash. That's something that boxing and wrestling has understood for the last 150 years. I can turn controversy into cash, and I can do it all day long. And men's basketball is milk toast. It's milk toast. Isn't that weird, Bino, that we're, that we're, I'm saying that out loud? And anybody that's a thinking person is not going to disagree with that. Well, it's certainly not the game that that it was a number of years ago, Tony, because they're just the, – the star level isn't the same. It's, it's not close. No, and you know, and that's what opened the door. And we'll continue to open the door for these mid-major teams who they've tried to marginalize. But unless they take them 100% of the tournament, you're going to see these mid-major teams continue to rise up because these high-major teams are discarding six, seven players every year. And as long as you're in a flux like that, and I've got a team over here that's been playing together for three or four, somebody from my ranks is going to rise up and beat you guys when it matters. Doesn't matter that I I don't have one player that you would have recruited. That doesn't that does not matter. My stability is going to beat your futility, and my stability is going to beat your instability all the time when it matters. Back to the phones we go. Let's get Joe in as, here. As, as long, Joe Tony, in. as long as the the free movement doesn't start to really hurt the mid major stability. That's right. That's right. Joe, hello. Hello, Joe from uh, Philadelphia, Tennessee. Hey, Joe in Philadelphia. Welcome in. Um, about about the Kennedy Chandler thing. Uh, yeah. Well, he's the he's the third point guard, and we have two good point guards in front of him, and mm-hmm. about to be the playoff. And Stephen Adams got hurt, and Brandon Clark got hurt, and we mm-hmm. needed another uh, post. So and. Kenny Chandler's basically the most expendable, was the most expendable player on the team, so they signed another post and needed to release someone, so they released him. So my he's, question, he's Joe, is, and I saw that, I saw the Steven Adams piece, and I saw that they had to make a couple of roster moves, and they really did this ahead of the playoffs because they want to they wanna make a run, and they have the club to do it. My question for you is, you following that, is the scuttlebutt around it that they're going to 
bring him back when the year's over, or 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 have they given up on him? Uh, well, he's actually uh, you probably know he's friends with John Morant, so they yeah they're uh they want to if they can if nobody else signs him they want to bring him back on a two way deal so he'll be in uh like G League and the thing but no longer like a full time guy. All, that all is um, that's interesting because he was not. He had sort of, uh, I don't know what the terminology would be, but he was not on a two-way deal before, right? Yeah, he was on a, he was on a full, uh, they sometimes send him down with the G-League play, but he was, yeah. he was, a, he was a, actually on the roster. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Um, did it surprise you, as somebody that follows their, uh, their team, that they made that move? Does that surprise you they did, that they did with Kennedy Chandler? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but also he he hasn't really gotten that many minutes, and he he's kind of he's been like good defensively, and he's like fast, he's real athletic, but like compared to everybody else, he's his offensive game is just it's tough to play someone when they're they he has really struggled to shoot this year, pretty much, in in his limited minutes, and he hasn't been that great in the G League compared to the person they signed him they signed for him. You know, my my take on him. Joe is that he is just I don't want to say too little but it's so difficult to play that game at his size at that level you have to be exemplary at something to play the game at that size I'm talking like blur quick and I know he's pretty quick but I'm not sure if he's a blur out there on the court he's a very good athlete very good in college really nice college player but I'm not sure if that translates long term to that game. Yeah, and and you ha- you have to be someone like Isaiah Thomas was small, uh, like the second Isaiah Thomas. But you have to be able to like be like an elite scorer or yep. be able to shoot the three. And he he can like shoot a little bit, but he's not he's a good player, but he's not a, like a, like you see him on an NBA team. You're like he's not. You don't think that's a good player. You know. Um, I think that's right. The little guys that have managed to stick around down through the years are guys that can flat score. And, Bino, I just didn't get that from Kennedy Chandler last year. I got he's a really nice player. He's a nice distributor at this level. But if you're going to if, – if if you're hearing and, – and you can parlay in, that into a three-year guaranteed deal, Beanstar like he did, I mean, even if nobody claims him – they still owe him money at Memphis. It's hard to say that he made a bad decision there, Bino. Hard for me to say that. Yeah, it's no, no, no way that's a bad decision to start making money. Totally guarantee some guaranteed money for two, three years. But Joe, how far did the Grizz go? What do you think? I mean, that to me, the top three record teams. I mean, if my Sixers were in the West, they would have the top. Uh, now it might be because there's so many bad teams in the East. I don't know. I mean, we can debate that. But where do you see the Grizz in the mix, man, in the West? Well, I think preferably, I'd be happy with as long as they make the, the Western Conference Finals is a good goal for them. I agree with that. Win two rounds. Yeah. They should do that. You know, last year it just looked to me like the opponent and the lights were a little bright. And this year... If they can get that Morant stuff, which it seems like it's kind of calmed down, but if they can keep it calmed down, 
he's liable to go off the rails at any moment with his habits, but that is what it is. Um, but if they can just keep the keep the wheels on him, it seems like they've got a club that could, I'm going to say easily win a couple rounds, but they should win a couple of rounds. Mm-hmm. So, Jaren, I Jaren appreciate Jackson, you. Yeah. I, I have a feeling Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to have a huge playoff and lead, almost be our best player, even better than John Morant. Well, that needs to happen. Yeah, he needs to kind of take ownership of the deal. Um, hey, thank you, my man. Good talking to you. Thank, thank you, but can I say one more thing? Yes, sir. Uh, this is kind of a joke, but the, <laughs> Rick Barnes is not great at sending players to the NBA, but he's great at sending players to the D League. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Poor Rick Barnes. 865-200-5402. Again, 865-200-5402. Barnes, for what he does, Bino, might just be... Barnes might just be, like, one of the more underappreciated guys in sports. What do you think, Bino? Yeah, Tony, I I think he's a developmental guy uh, in an in an era now where people just don't stay around to be developed. Yes. And it's going to be interesting. Um, what, what else is going to be interesting is what Tennessee decides and how much they have to do in the portal and then what they do end up doing in the portal because they're not they're not off to a terrific start so far far portal wise but it has been moving glacially slow uh, at this point 8652005402 hour 2 on the other side after this spread the word and get the app at tonybasilio.com for android and iPhones this is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. 
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is T. Wellie, and I've got our very favorite grocer, Mr. Miles Johnson, on the phone. Miles, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And as always, uh, you have some great, great specials for us. So uh, what do you got this week coming up right now? Well, this week we have cooked shank portion ham, $1.49 a pound, whole ribeye, $5.99 a pound, strawberries, $2.99 each, Fago, two liters, four for five, and sun drop, six packs, three for ten. Wow, a lot of good deals, and the, and the normal hours are obviously 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., so that's great to know. And uh, again, you're located right there on West 7th Street, easy in, easy out. So uh, now we'll talk to you next week, okay? Alrighty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. All right, that was Miles Johnson from Foodland. Uh, go check them out for some great, fantastic deals. They got all those specials, so we are so thankful to have them right here in our town. What a beautiful place it is. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. TB, back with you, 865-200-5402, if you want to join. We've uh, been discussing the baseball situation, little Tennessee hoops, and then the football team wraps it up on Saturday with uh, the orange and white game Saturday afternoon, which uh, will be a great time for one and all. Shout out to my friends over at Advent Electric who have purchased a ton of tickets. Uh, for various community groups and made a sizable donation there. So great job, uh, fellas, there. The number is 865-200-5402 if you want to join us. We've been talking about the just the rather strange nature of, of college hoops right now. And, and then also uh, the fact that the baseball team, it's weird. I mean, one of the things that you thought counting in, coming into the season – was that the starting pitching was going to be the bedrock upon which you built your team. And, boy, in league play, they have been – I mean, have, what do you what do you call it? What would you call it, Bino? In league play, the first two guys have been – it's been a nightmare for them. 
Yeah, it's certainly been a, a, a nightmare for Burns and, and uh, disappointing um, for uh, Dolander. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, uh, what, it, it hasn't come close to this point to being the strength uh, that we thought it would be. And basically that was what all the projections were based on. Uh, yep. were was our starting pitching uh, being better than everyone else's because look I mean let's let's face facts here and I don't know a ton about the global game but it would not be hard to find 16 teams better than the Vols uh, in terms of the host teams it, it would not be hard to find 25 teams better than the Vols right now I mean, if those two guys pitched to the level they've pitched um, so far this season, Tennessee's got a kind of an ordinary college baseball team, don't they? Yeah, Tennessee's in a real uphill battle right now to host, Tony. And if 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 you don't find a way to win, to split these next two series, um, then you're you talk about going into your last four series in an uphill battle uh, to make the tournament. Back to the phones we go, 865-200-5402. Let me uh, get our next call in. W. Lynn, welcome in. How you doing, brother? How my friends and compatriots are doing today? Uh, hey, buddy. I'm I'm kind of one of these guys that uh, I'm moving on to baseball season and and, yep. and softball. I follow softball yep. too. Yep. And I, I'm not worrying about basketball at this moment. I mean, uh, that's just me. I mean, I love people calling in talking about it, but uh, my concern is baseball. And I think Bino said it. Uh, I'm putting my faith in. Coach Vitello and Coach Frank Anderson to know what to do. And I know it's frustrating, and I've thought about stuff, too, like, well, maybe take the number three man and start him first. But I'm going to leave it in their hands, and I'm with Bino. We need to really go three and three these next two series. And that would make us ten and eight with 12 to go. Uh, and I think it, in the last 12 games, if we put things together, like I think our coaching staff and players can do, that uh, we might be able to host. But my number one goal, it's like it is in every sport, is getting in the playoffs somehow. Is that kind of your all's first goal, just get in the dance? Uh, y- yes. The, the, way, the way that this – thing has started especially in conference play uh the thing i want more than anything else is to get to whatever that point is to where you're in the ncaa tournament and recent history suggests based on Ole miss and some other teams recently that's winning 14 conference games i I mean you'll you'll be sitting there sweating the selection yeah. process, just like Ole Miss was last year. So you, you probably need to get the 15 just to make sure that you're in there. And then everything else is gravy. Uh, and, you know, uh, I, 
I don't know if people have noticed, but Boston College has been been ranked. You know, that's one of yep. our good losses, I guess you could call it. And uh, so our schedule strength, being in the SEC alone, is a, is enough. But we got Boston College and some of those teams we played early that, that'll help us. But uh, man, I wish we could turn it on so we could at least host the regional. I'm not worried about a super regional or any of that. But I just wish we could turn it on. I, I, I don't know what to do. I, it's kind of weird how you two straight series in the final games. It's like we scored two touchdowns. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and 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 the kid from Nashville, who's a former you know uh, football player has been by far their best weekend starter so far this season. No by, one by far. avoids sweeps like the Tennessee Volunteers. No, no question, Brian. And no emphatically, question. too. But to Bino's point, if you can get three out of the next two weekends and put yourself at Correct. eight wins, you really, yeah. with four series left against what looks on paper like lesser opponents – at that point, you really give yourself a chance to get there. And the thing that really is going to cost these guys, if anything, is their excursion to the North Pole they took to start the season. Oh, I know. But, that Missouri series is just baffling, to, to put it mildly. And uh, why the, like yeah. I said, why the, the seven southernmost teams don't host the first two weekends and then us north can host the last two weekends i don't know why they don't do it that way for for weather reasons you know what one of the scary things here guys is the the end of the season is not the walk that it looked like when the schedule first came out because south carolina and kentucky are both much better than anyone thought they were going to be yeah they're they're both ranked you're right bino and and we'll get a look at Kentucky this weekend because Berkey tells me he's doing that series. Okay. So hey, and you know, to the victor goes the spoils. They're going to get some television coverage, and they deserve it. Kentucky right now is, I mean, who in the heck would have thought they'd be nine and three in the league? And the way they're doing it is really interesting in that they're playing small inside ball. baseball. Yeah. yeah, they're playing small yeah. ball, which is kind of fun, right, W. Lynn? I agree. It is kind of fun to see it, it, somebody do that. You know, and uh, but uh, you know the we we just gotta keep plugging away, and I I I don't like praying for things that have to do with sports, but I'm just gonna say I hope we have weather like we have today for the Vandy home series. I mean, so what what is up with that? Yes, every weekend at home is it's like we go back to the North Pole almost and have rain. I was talking yesterday with a golf coach from St. Joe's, and, and he made the point. He said, Tony, because I'm going to stay up here this week and visit with family, uh, whatever. Yeah. Nobody cares. But he he said, because this week it's going to be 90 degrees here on Thursday, 90. And That's he great. made the point, we've been having weather like that in this this area. He said, Tony, our weather has been so crazy because it has been beautiful during the week, and then when we play these tournaments, it's frigid or it's raining. And I said, Bob, that's exactly what's going on in Knoxville. Exa- I mean, yeah. that's exactly. Every time the Vols have a home series, it's 50 degrees outside, 
and then the rest of the week, W. Lynn, it's 80. It's the weirdest thing, man. It's weird. I, I know it. And I, you know, for Randy, I want it to be good weather because I really think our crowd will show up. You know. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a, I'm not going to go out there. I worked outside a lot of my life. And the, yep. I would rather it be snowing than barely above freezing to 50 degrees and rain's coming down on you constantly. I totally agree with that. I think a cold rain is the worst feeling weather condition you can be in. I would rather it be brutally cold than a cold rain. There, and you know what's funny, too? When you get up in the morning on a cold, rainy day, it almost feels colder than it does when it's frigid cold outside. Have you guys noticed It really that? does. I don't know it's, why it does, but it feels colder. I don't know if it's in my give brain. Me, or, give me 20. Give me 20 and sunshine every day over 45 and raining. Yes. Amen, you know, I'm saying that. I thought I was crazy. But no, 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 you're right. And, and yeah. it, when it's dark and cloudy and rainy, it does make people more depressed. That, that I mean, that's w a Linda, that. You would love it up here. I came up here to get my son, and Bino experienced this in December two years in a row fetch him from school, and spend some time uh-huh. up here. It gets dark here at 3.30 in the afternoon, W. Lynn, when that clock goes back. <laughs> yeah, it's now, do terrible. you think you'd like that? Do you think you'd like that, W. Lynn? No, Pre- I don't like, I'd like it. I'm sitting there with my brother this year around Christmas, and it's 6 o'clock, and I go, what time is it? He goes, it's 6. He goes, what time does it feel like it is? I said about 9.30. They should... They should make a separate time zone to put the Northeast like one hour ahead of the Eastern time. I mean, no wonder these people are so mean to each other. Good night, W. Lynn. Oh, I know. Griffith in the dark, W. Lynn. It's like being back in 1964. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) Thank you, W. Lynn. Good talking to you. So the Vols are sitting there at 5-7 and in the league. And... Boy, those Missouri games, you'd love to get them back right now. Missouri is sitting there at 4-8, and eight, Mino. They swept the Vols and have won one game since. Is that not incredible? Yeah, that's, you know, that, that was that was just a team coming off a year when everything went right that uh, thought it was their birthright, and they found out real quick it was not. And we expected Missouri to crash and burn. Most people did. Well, when they're... And the truth is, when their um, all their staff got hurt, that was it for them. We knew that wasn't going to age well. Even we if they didn't, didn't how, get, yeah, even if they didn't get, yeah, hurt. we knew it wasn't going to age well anyway. Yeah. That's right. But when all those guys got hurt, it was definitely going to go south. I mean, you can scrape up, forget about it. Those guys have no chance right now. Love to play them again. I bet we could. I bet we could win one on them, Bino, if we played it again. We think? we'd win the last one for sure. LSU and Kentucky play this weekend. What about the way the Skeens guy is getting hit in the SEC? Um, isn't that interesting how difficult of a league this is right now? He is 1-1 one one in his four starts. LSU is, he's 1-1, one one, that's his record. They're 2-2 two two when he starts a game. And if Tennessee, like Burke said, they'd be 1-3 right now if Tennessee would have fielded properly. But he's averaging 17 strikeouts per nine innings. This league right now, now I haven't paid attention to this league like you old heads, but this thing is super competitive right now, super competitive. Yeah, it's, uh, I think the league's better top to, 
easily better top to bottom than it was last year and was really good, really, really good last year. So, yeah, it's a monster. Back to the phones we go, 865-200-5402. And to Titans Bill's point, I mean to uh, uh, the point that he made about Karen Weekly and the gals, they found it recently to be tough sledding. You know, they had their invitational this week and got beaten their own invitational in Knoxville after uh, having a difficult series last week. Hey, look, when you play at the top of the game uh, in these leagues, you know, the flagpole – Sometimes you're going to get blown off of it. Yeah, they invited the wrong team, looks like. Yeah, they need Iona. Baylor took their lunch money. Yep, they need to let Tony Vall schedule that thing next year. Let's get uh, Titansville in here. Titansville, welcome. Well, Bino, you said the same thing. I just I just said it more directly. I just said it more directly. You did say it. Well, you used diplomacy. Let's get uh, a guy who's known for his tact. Titans, Bill, welcome in. How you doing, buddy? You First of all, did you, ha- did you have a good Easter? Brother, I had a beautiful Easter. I uh, spent it on the golf course. Well, great. But buddy, I had a good dinner for my Easter. Ham, mashed potatoes, nice. potato salad. Nice. Mac- uh, macaroni salad. And green had, beans and a diet I had coke. A, I had a one-quarter cooked hamburger at Springdale <laughs> Golf and Country Club. I'm not kidding you, Bino. This thing had blood coming out of it. I had um, uh, it was not good. I had uh, a salad from Wawa last night, Bill. That was my Easter Easter meal. Ah. So I know it sounds inviting, Bill. And it sounds as in, trust me, it was about as inviting as it sounds. So it sounds yeah. like you ate better than I did. Yeah. Okay, two other notes. I want to congratulate Rand Carthon for re-signing Jeffrey Simmons to a, a big four-year deal. My did congratulations to him. Did you see who's visiting with the Titans today? Uh, no. Who is it? Will Levis, you'll love it. Could be the solution to your quarterback woes. Bino, would you like to suggest that the Titans grab Will Levis? Yes. Yes. I think they should trade up to do it to make sure we don't. Speak it into existence, Bino. Where would they have to get to, Bino, to get Levis, do you feel like, who's visiting with them? Uh, they would probably have to get uh, – I, I, I'm scared they would have to get in front of the Colts. Where they should have to get is like 33rd, but instead I think 3rd will do it. Isn't or maybe work out a trade with Tannehill. I've been hearing all sorts of, sorts of talks. They're, they're going to de- they're gonna try to deal with him. I think try New England him. is one of the teams that's interested in – because I believe, Tony, and this is the way I look at it, Tanny Hill would be a perfect fit for Belichick's offense. Bino, Jeff, what do you think? Uh, I, I think Tanny Hill's about done. <laughs> well, oh, well. I don't, I, I, I'll, I, tell I, I'll tell you what, Bill. Hey, 
That uh, Malik Willis was a nice pick last year. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if he's USFL or XFL caliber. I think he's more XFL. I agree with that because we all know that the U is the number two football league in the world. Or ship him to the CFL. Yes. And, uh, and Tony, on another note, since you all love talking basketball, there's a reality show that you need to check out called Basketball Wives. And one, and it's, and it's, so uh, a lot of them are women of color, and they, and they are, ooh, Tony, so radiant. And so glamorous. Who are some of these ladies of color that you find attractive, Bill? Who are they? Well, they've got this one lady that I believe is the real star of Basketball Wives. That I think she used to to, uh, be married to to Shaquille O'Neal. I think she's now married to the assistant coach of the... Sacramento Kings, which you used to call, Tony, the Sacramento Queens. Remember that, Tony? That's one of your greatest hits. Well, (laughs) I got that from the great, I got that from the great Steve Summers, the Sacramento Queens, but uh, on Vino's WFAN in New York, the old overnight guy who I would sit there and listen to in the 90s on an AM radio and hee-haw laugh at in the bed, and Laura would look at me and go, what are you doing? And I'd just be over there just laughing at this goofball. Um, Bill, at the end of it all, if you were married to Shaquille O'Neal at one time, and now you are married to an assistant coach with the San Antonio Spurs, or the Sacramento Queens, rather, you are a basketball wife. I would say she's officially a basketball wife at this point. Yes. There's se- I, believe, I believe that there's several there's several of them ladies that that used to be married to NBA players, but I think they're now uh, I think they're now dating other NBA players. There's yeah, several of them that are wife. divorced. So, basketball Basketball yes. wives. So you have two shows: basketball wives, basketball ex-wives, and maybe You're talking you know, about you could have like the Kardashians. You could have, you could have people that migrate between the two shows. Bino. Well, Titans, Bill, thank you. You always add a lot to the program. Today, well, you're you're exactly, welcome, Tony. Yeah, today. Happy exactly Easter, Bill. Bye, bye, buddy. Today, today, exactly what you added. I'm not sure. But um, this this new snowden snugget from Cinco says five UT draftees in the top fifty nine, according to Todd McShay. That's borderline miraculous, Bean Star. Yes, the resurgence continues, Tony. Yep, that's incredible news for Tennessee. Brian, the draft is being held where this year? Is it Kansas City? Wow, that sounds exciting. Did, did I get it right? I don't know. Kansas City in April sounds awfully inviting. Bino, who do you think start? the actors? Who do you think the actors are, Bino? That they 
pay that they uh, picked to play uh, Jacksonville fans. And could Brian do that if he were paid to be an extra? I don't think Brian would go to Kansas City to do that. He might have ventured down to Nashville. Yeah, would I, you have I, done that, Brian? I'd go to I'd go to hiring? Kansas City. I, I'd put on anybody's jersey for the right price. So to the people that cast fan bases at the uh, NFL draft, Brian Hartman is available. I'd give anything to catch Brian on television with a Titans jersey on. When we come back on the <laughs> That would make my week. <laughs> when we come back it. on the when we like uh like me Bino like in a cowboy jersey. When that we come would back be on the other side Bino in a Titans jersey yeah. too. Upon our continuance, uh ladies and gentlemen, it will be and you'll bow your head when you say his name. Because Evan Russell cometh with TLD Logistics Extra Innings. Tennessee Baseball Extra Innings on the other side after this. Spread the word and get the app at TonyBasilio.com for Android and iPhones. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Laurie Cole, Executive Director with Pay Grace Forward. We are a community solution to predatory lending. We help people in Murray County who are trapped in payday and title loan debt. We do this through financial mentoring, followed by low interest grace loans. To see if Pay Grace Forward can help you or to volunteer with our organization, please visit our website at paygraceforward.org or call 931-548-6797. Join us on April 21st at 7.30 a.m. for the Dorothy Campbell Golf Scramble. This is going to be an annual event. It'll be hosted by the Tohee Golf Course on April 21st, starting at 7.30 to noon. Proceeds from this tournament will go towards the academic and athletic opportunities for our students at Columbia Central. Please contact Ms. Christy Smith at Columbia Central High School or Dr. Mike Steele, the principal at Columbia Central High School. Hope to see you out there to celebrate this amazing individual for the Dorothy Campbell Golf Scramble. This is Benjamin Sanders with the Columbia Kiwanis Club. Kiwanis is hosting its annual Sporting Clays fundraiser at the Murray County Gun Club on Saturday, April 15th. Columbia Kiwanis supports the Imagination Library in Murray County for children's literacy. Shooters of any age and skill are welcome to shoot, either as a team or an individual. Scholarships are available for youth to participate. Find us on Facebook, check out our website, or call Suzanne Ganser at 615-939-1928. We hope you join us for this great event. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you on the one, the only. It's a Tony Basilio show, often imitated, never duplicated. And uh, the great Evan Russell is, ladies and gentlemen, as we speak, right there in the leadoff circle, getting ready to get in the box. And, boy, are we going to throw some high heat at him today. And I hope he is up to the task in the meantime, Brian Hartman, hit the music, because we're going to start it off with a special guest here as well. Brian, hit the intro. It's time for EI with ER, presented by TLD Logistics. It's Tennessee Baseball Extra Innings with Evan Russell, presented by TLD Logistics online at tldlogistics.com. Well, Evans had to play infield, outfield, and catch, and when you're a catcher, you basically are an extra pitching coach on top of knowing that position real well, and then a tremendous career as a hitter, so he's about as well-rounded of a guy as you're going to get. He's really going to, I think, have some insight on locker room or kind of looking out on the field and maybe picking up on the fact like, man, this guy wasn't nervous or this guy was nervous. 
This guy didn't react very well to a bad call. Uh, if he'll be natural and authentic to who he is, which is why he's so fun to be around on the air, somebody's going to have to give him some money to keep him around because he'll be phenomenal at it. Now let's get in the game with Evan Russell and the team at tclub.team. The great Evan Russell now joins us on the program that gives you more. It is your TLD Logistics Tennessee Baseball Extra Innings. They play it. We talk about it. Matt Dixon sitting in with us today, and I've got a special guest. Evan, how excited are you to be here today, my friend, as I join you from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? Man, I am super excited. I am much more excited after the Sunday game compared to the two games before. Um, oh but I'm gosh. always excited to jump on the show and talk some a little baseball. Well, Evan, I'm going to curveball you today because i got the great – uh, joining us today to lead off, and then we'll get Matt in here and Brian and Bino and everybody because Matt's going to sit in with us today. Today, uh, t- tonight over at Alumni Hall, Turkey Creek, my friends at Alumni Hall do it, and they do it right. Five Vols are going to be in attendance, meeting, greeting, and signing over at Alumni Hall, Turkey Creek, Turkey Creek. And, and my friend Beth Parks, who does such a wonderful job for them, who's been so good to us, so great to our causes as well. And, Beth, I love having you back with us, and I hope you had a great Easter. Yeah, you too, Tony. Thanks for having me on. Well, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. And a meet and greet tonight with several guys. Tell us about it, Beth. Tell us who's going to be there. Yeah, we are so excited to be coming off of this long weekend, and we know that um, a lot of schools, the county schools, are out today. So if you are looking for something to do, want to get out of the house, want to come meet some baseball players, um, we've got five on the lineup tonight. We have uh, Maui Ahuna, Drew Beam, Blake Burke, Chase Dolander, and Kirby Cannell um, all out at our Turkey Creek location from 6 to 7 p.m., so, um, you know, come hop in line. As long as you're there by 7 o'clock, you will be able to meet them. And um, we've got some great merchandise, of course, at the store. We have all of their jerseys um, in multiple colors. And um, one of our newer shirts that you could uh, get autographed by all of them is um, the, the extra base face shirt that we just got in on Comfort Colors, um, which is a pretty awesome shirt. Um so baseballs, shirts, hats, daddy hats, we've got it all. You know, come pick up something. You can shop online now and go ahead and place that order and make sure that it's in stock and waiting for you when you get to the store. Um, or just come just come to the event. The event is free, no purchase necessary. Um, of course, we have things for the guys to autograph for when you get there. Um, but we'd love to see um, a great crowd, and we're excited to have the guys in the store. Evan Russell, you were a part of a couple of these last year, I know. Speak to what the fans are in in for uh, when they come out to an event like this with our friends at Alumni Hall. Yeah, I know last year whenever um, we were at those events, they were were ran very nicely, very professionally. Um, The fans, uh, they came out, and it was was an unbelievable turnout. Uh, We had the opportunity to meet um, some fans and to to grow some relationships and personal connections that we wouldn't have had otherwise. So um, I, I'm all for those events. I think they're perfect. 
and uh, I think it's a great great way for the the fans and the players to interact. Hey, and you know, Beth, that's it's nice to it's nice to uh, have, be on the phone with you after all this time. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. You too. Well, you know, Beth, that's isn't that one of the great things about the NIL era? And none of us knew kind of what we were getting into at the at the first end of this deal. But one of my favorite things is the access that not only fans get to the uh, players and the student athlete, but the access that guys like Evan and, and the guys that are there now get with the corporate world and learn how to comport themselves in that manner. You and Evan getting to know each other. I mean, that's never a bad thing, you know? It's just not a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely love what I do for my job um, at Alumni Hall, and I have had so much fun getting to know the players, you know, setting up these events, and, um, you know, at every single event that we do, um, just the excitement from the fans, from the kids, um, how glad they are to be there, and how many times that I'm told, you know, thank you so much for putting this on, you know, we've been trying to meet them, but you know, can never snag this player. I'm missing this one autograph. And um, people really are appreciative um, of having another outlet to meet their favorite players, interact with them, and get those pictures. And so it makes me just so happy, um, you know, to do these events and to do them um, as often as we can. We, we try to do them on a regular basis as, as the team schedules allow um, and I think we've got a great lineup tonight. So last year's um, event, especially with the team um, record the way that it was and the big personalities, and Evan can talk to that, um, we had some great personalities last year, and those meet and greets were, were bigger than anything that we've ever done before. So we're expecting a nice crowd tonight. Um, I know a lot of people are excited. And, uh, yeah, the personal relationships um, and conversations that I have with the players and designing their shirts, um, Kirby uh, Cannell specifically, you know, his his merchandise is, is a little bit different because he, you know, worked with him to, to really personalize his things. We've got a brand new hat for him. You know, the back of his shirt says the stash instead of um, Cannell. And, um, yeah, I really enjoy getting to know these guys and um, kind of creating these experience for our shoppers. Well, and, you know, at the, at the end of it all, and one of the things that I, I love, Evan, about last year, because a couple of the guys had told me the line was way out the door, and you guys just stayed and signed for everybody. So Beth said if you get in line tonight, the event's from 6 to 7, and people are gonna, invariably going to hear my voice and are going to want to go to Alumni Hall Turkey Creek tonight. They're going, oh, man, we're late. But if you get in that line, those – these baseball kids will accommodate you. And, Evan, you guys stayed till like, the last person was accommodated. I think that thing went, like, 90 minutes over last year, didn't it, Evan, one of them? Yeah, no, the, the line was out the door. Um, there were plenty of people. And so the, the way that it worked, they, they cycled through um, with enough time to get to talk to people, uh, get to introduce themselves, get to introduce us as the players and then keep the line moving to where everyone had the opportunity to get their stuff signed and to meet us. So um, it, it was ran really nicely, and um, I, I imagine that it's going to be ran uh, just as well tonight. So, Beth, tonight, 6 to 7, the Alumni Hall store in Turkey Creek, 
And any, yep. anything else you'd care to add here on the way out? And, and again, thanks for, uh, uh, for your support for us down through the years as well. Well, of course, and thank you for having me on and giving me an opportunity to talk about this because we are really excited to be able to support the student athletes in this kind of manner and create a, you know, a free meet and greet for the fans and for our shoppers. So uh, we have plenty of stuff. We've stocked up on all of their shirts and jerseys and hats and baseballs. So, you know, come out, expect a, a good time. Um, I'll be handing out iBlack stickers for all the kids, and uh, I know I've been uh, texting with uh, Kirby this morning. I mean, they're so excited for the event, and uh, they can't wait to see you guys out there. Yes, and get out there uh, early and uh, and make sure that uh, you take advantage of this wonderful opportunity. Beth, thanks so much. Thanks for everything you do as well for our community. You've you guys, anytime I've asked for a helping hand, you guys have stepped up for us, so thank you. Yeah, our pleasure. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having uh, me on. You got it. Beth Parks one more time, and Evan Russell now joining us, who I threw, but I was telling Evan before we jumped on today, we're going to do that, and he said, oh, Tony, I love those people, no problem. Here we are. It's TLD Logistics Extra Innings. Uh, that's Evan Russell. You heard a moment ago, Matt Dixon is here. Brian Hartman in the house, Bino Jeff Henderson in the house, and, and I'm coming to you from the uh, great northeast today, so we're, we're kind of doing this remotely, and we'll see how it goes. Evan, I can usually see your pretty face, but I'm closing my eyes right now, and I'm picturing you, and I would like to start here. Give me your thoughts on the weekend that was... Uh, just give me some overview bullet point takeaways from what you saw from Tennessee's uh, weekend series with Florida where the Vols lost two out of three. Uh, yeah, I, losing the two out of three to LSU, um, I, I wasn't too discouraged. But I, I was a little more discouraged after this weekend. Um, they, they showed plenty of opportunities to um, show some attitude and, and to play with some some fight and i feel like um at certain times they were outmatched and um, i do know that florida was stacked and they're a great team but um, i was very disappointed in the first two days or the first two nights of their play but overall they they came out um ending the weekend with a win and hopefully they can keep that momentum going this week you know the first question that we come up with today and and i just want to start here because i'm gonna dive in the deep end of the pool and then work our way backward and then uh matt i'll give you the next crack here being O'Brien, here we go as we begin our firing line at evan russell here um evan i want to start on chase burns because we've heard from fans today and we've had people call the program and say hey you gotta sit this guy down uh he's got to miss a start and I talked with a friend of mine that's been in the business for a long, long time, whose, va- whose opinion I value. So I called to ask him what he thought of that, because we were getting that sentiment from one of our uh, insiders today who wrote over at tclub.team that, you know, this is supposed to be a meritocracy, and Chase Burns right now is just not, he's just not performing. And um, I-, I would like to know, know your opinion on that as a guy who really knows him and saw him last year at his best, and, and now we're witnessing him really struggle. 
your, your thoughts on the sentiment from some that, you know, he needs to miss a start. What do you think? Yeah, I, I'm I'm not going to jump on that, that train yet. Um, just because I know Chase Burns has, has proven that he is a very good competitor and, and he can get it done. Um, but I, I could raise a question, raise some concerns with pretty much everyone in the lineup. Um, so um, everyone has shown plenty of games and plenty of opportunities where they, they did not get it done. And I, I just feel like it needs to be put on the whole team, not just Chase Burns. I, I feel like if Chase Burns um, has more run support and has more confidence in his defense, and which you know Chase Burns has to take care of Chase Burns and, and what he can do on the field, but um, I feel like the entire team can come together and take some responsibility for how Chase Burns and Chase Dollander is pitching. That is uh, an incredible answer, and – Bino, how about that? Uh, and then I'll throw to Matt Dixon. Bino, your thoughts on what Evan just said? Uh, well, I'm I'm not terribly surprised because Evan knows exactly uh, what Chase is is capable of. He's seen it. Uh, plus, he's got a much better idea of Chase's makeup and how, even though he didn't struggle much last year. Uh, how he might respond to that. So I, I'm glad to hear Evan say what he said. Well, and, and I was told, and, and you, you tell me how far off you think this is, but I was told, if anything, Chase Burns probably cares too much about the way that he's pitching from somebody that ought to know uh, in terms of just watching these pitchers and taking cues and seeing body language and that sort of thing. And it's almost like he's pressing too much right now to the point where he's just not letting that fastball go. And so he's not able to command. Do you see that as well uh, when you're watching him, uh, Evan? Yeah, we, we've talked about where the baseball has come in today's world with the technology and, and what you can see based on your spin rates, your velocity. Um, basically, you can you can look at all the metrics that you have um, as a as a pitcher or as a hitter. So I think that can sort of be a negative. Um, to me, I think Chase Burns has the ability to be consumed with how good his met- metrics are just because they're off the charts. Um, he, he's got a wipeout slider that's probably going to be a 70 to 80 grade pitch in his draft stock. Um, he's throwing a fastball up to a high 90s with really, really efficient spin rate. So um, I, I could very well see him being a little consumed with that. And I think that would explain why he's given up a lot of two-strike hits. You know, he, he loses the the mentality of still being a pitcher and not worrying too much about um, overpowering the hitters and um, locating pitches and executing pitches that lead to the strikeouts. Yeah, and Matt, and Matt Dixon, you kind of uh, wrote about this today. I mean, the numbers are staggering between – Burns and Dolander, just in terms of an SEC play, it's just very surprising uh, what's going on here. Yeah, and and you keep, you know, I guess we, we keep kind of waiting for them to to turn that corner, and and they show flashes here and there, um, and you know the velocity's still there, you know they they still have the stuff, so it's I don't think it's anything physical, um, but it does there does seem to be a, a mental hurdle that that neither of them have have got across. I, I do want to ask Evan, 
you know, Chase Burns was really good in that Friday night role last year. Um, do, do you think he may be better suited to, to pitch that first night as opposed to, to sitting in the dugout for, for a game? Um, you know, not, not that, you know, they made the wrong choice, you know, flipping those guys, but it, it almost feels like he might have been better suited than, than Dolander to be that, that game one starter each weekend. Yeah, in my opinion, I, I would love to see that switch just because um, I, I feel like Chase Burns has the mentality to come out and, and throw the first punch. And for some reason, some players, they don't do well with that anxiety and that nerves of watching the game. Um, and, and some players do. And it clearly worked last year. And I, I could see why they switched it for Chase Donder just because he's going to be a, a potential top 10 pick. And they, they wanted to showcase to the draft or the, the scouts that. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram thanks St. Jude Children's Hospital for their admirable work. We are committing to their cause of providing quality care to families in need at no cost to them by donating $150 for every new vehicle sold. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is proud to partner with St. Jude for the fourth consecutive year. If you are currently in the market for a new vehicle, visit the team in-store or shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net to help families protect what matters most. You can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, the 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Hi, Jimmy Elliott for Columbia Ace Hardware. I want to invite you to the grand opening of our garden center, Saturday, April 29th. Come check out our great selection of fruit trees, hanging baskets, ferns, and garden plants. We'll have those things you need to get your garden growing. There'll be lots of activity that day, grilling demos from our Big Green Egg and Traeger experts, free giveaways with your garden center purchase, and Breeze Homemade Ice Cream will be there to take care of your sweet tooth. The doors open at 8 a.m., 112 East James Campbell. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. 
Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Coach, baseball is back, and WKRM 103.7 is excited to bring you coverage and sponsorship options for this 2023 season. That's right, Taff, and this year our advertising partners had the option to sponsor our live Little League coverage, Atlanta Braves coverage, or a combo package that carry both of them. This area loves baseball, and what a great way to support the community by helping us bring coverage of our Little League, but also taking a moment to promote local businesses. People are crazy about the Atlanta Braves. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's something special and timeless about baseball radio broadcast. There sure is. So visit Front Porch Radio TN and click on the blue Advertise With Us button for more information about how your company can sponsor baseball of all kinds this season with WKRM. Fun is in full bloom, Tennessee, and the Multiplier Instant Games are buzzing in. These colorful tickets offer chances to multiply your wins 10, 20, 50, and even 100 times. It's a beautiful day for bigger and bigger prizes, and they're right for the picking right now. Find the Multiplier Instant Games today at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Tennessee's natural sounds come alive in the spring. There's the bark of the red fox, the growl of the American black bear, the hoot of the great horned owl. And what's this? All right! Oh my! It's the howling of a Tennessee lottery player who's just won big. Heed the call to top prizes of up to $500,000 when you play the all-new Instant Games this spring. Find them at your nearest Tennessee lottery retailer today. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
All right, welcome back, everybody. This is T. Wellie, and I've got our very favorite grocer, Mr. Miles Johnson, on the phone. Miles, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And as always, uh, you have some great, great specials for us. So uh, what do you got this week coming up right now? Well, this week we have cooked shank portion ham, $1.49 a pound. Whole ribeye, five ninety nine a pound. Strawberries, two ninety nine each. Sago, two liters, four for five. And sun drop, six packs, three for ten. Wow, a lot of good deals. And the, and the normal hours are obviously seven p.m. to nine p.m. So that's great to know. And uh, again, you're located right there on West Seventh Street. Easy in, easy out. So uh, now we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Alrighty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. All right, that was Miles Johnson from Foodland. Uh, go check them out for some great, fantastic deals. They got all those specials, so we are so thankful to have them right here in our town. What a beautiful place it is. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.